0: Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you are listening to The Friday Forge, a weekly episode where we dismantle short stories, smelt bookish ideas,
1: and hammer out topics brought forth by the Book Reviews Kill community. And today, Chad and I are going to go in a little bit of a different direction, and we're going to discuss some hot takes. I think it's time to get a little spicy up in here, (laughs) a little controversial maybe. Uh, We're going to discuss one bookish hot take each. For anyone not quite as hip to the internet lingo, a hot take is a controversial opinion or an opinion which a lot of people would disagree with uh, we're also inviting you to add your own hot takes to the friday forge discord channel next week chad and i will read off some of the ones we'd like to discuss in full Please keep the hot takes to books and also please keep them somewhat clean. It's okay to have disagreements about books and to hold your own opinions, but we don't really tolerate putting other people's reading habits down or yeah. digging into anything like that. Uh, so just wanted to get that out there before <laughs> before the the discord erupts in its giant controversy and argument. <laughs> yeah, differences in uh book opinion does not
0: less a person make right, right. uh and if you don't f- didn't know what the hot take was don't feel bad because evan had to literally explain it to me as i thought <laughs> i was preparing for a podcast about what my famous fa- favorite romance novels were um uh, before evan was like no dude that's not because he was like saying spicy
1: takes and i said spicy takes and i just, like, totally takes and Chad on on was them. like oh cool are we talking about romance <laughs> <did>. and books <laughs> maybe next time we could do a, a romance yeah that's a good idea episode. too Because I I like talking about love. Yeah, yeah. same. Though I don't uh, think I've sunk my teeth properly uh, into the genre enough. You know, know, honestly, I don't think I have yet either. Yeah, there's (laughs) there's definitely some more romance we could be covering. But uh, that is for another time. Today we're talking about controversial opinions that Chad and I hold. We're each going to share one with you for now. And then, like I said, next week we're going to read out some of the community's hot takes. So this will be fun. I don't know. uh, There might be some takes that the community has that i totally agree with and won't have too much to say on it but i don't know every now and then i see something and i'm like i don't know where you got that opinion
0: from. (laughs) and it's funny you know like i think it's really uh, smart that you wrote out a little like please be nice to each other disclaimer because it's it's both interesting and like like maybe not that interesting that people get so upset about something like books like you don't so now you didn't ride it. It's like it doesn't have very much effect in your life. But like it, it does, you know, people, yeah, it's very it's important to some people. Yeah. And so it's like, I get it. But also at the same time, it's also like, wow, some and people get real upset, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it's it's fun to, to get a little controversial. So let's yeah, we, we got to put let's on go. our big boy
0: pants <laughs> and go into the swamp here a little bit. You know, you yeah. want to go first?
1: yeah let's go i'll go first okay Uh, this one's not super super hot like it's not boiling hot but i've been thinking about it a lot lately as i've been reading a lot in the last few years and um so my hot take is that there aren't enough standalone novels and that's not too hot of a take in, in and of itself but i would also say most stories probably don't need to be as long as they are and drawn out into multiple books i think they're i think they're and I, you know i'm not an expert in the publishing industry or anything I'm, i don't have my uh my ear to the ground as much i think maybe like that some, yeah. some some series are suspiciously the same page count and like they look really nice on a shelf and yeah like, right. i don't know it's just it's just weird like it's weird that every single expanse book is 530 pages long you right, know right I was gonna say I needed some examples. Like not every single one, but they're all around like exactly the same length. Give me an example because this is a hot takes episode, so we gotta, yeah, we totally, gotta put yeah. throw some specific series into the fire. <laughs> totally. I mean, like, we just finished the expanse. I think it probably could have been like six or seven books. Like yeah, it, yeah, it totally. probably could have been. Like, let me just throw out a little caveat here. It is really nice that some series are as long as they are because you don't really want to leave that world. So there is right. that aspect to it. And I like that there are vibey kind of like redundant or kind of useless parts and stuff that i really really enjoy you know but at the same time it's like let's get a move on you know right so like the expanse is one that i think could be a little shorter wheel of time aragon. is a aragon yeah they probably could have been yeah shorter the whole inheritance yeah, like one cycle. book and then also <laughs> maybe no i think inheritance inheritance could have been a solid trilogy i think
0: yeah Um, yeah i think it was a little bloviated with one with with the fourth book
1: and then uh, another one i think is uh v.e schwab's shades of magic trilogy i think that could have been a duology uh if you've read the trilogy um you might know what i'm talking about i think that the second book had some serious bloat to it Um, Uh, i've i haven't read it but i i haven't you would really like shades of magic like that's another one where the world was so cool i didn't you know i don't really necessarily have a problem with how long they are but it's just it's just kind of funny sometimes seeing stuff and it's like what are we doing right now like this is Mm. we're kind of just sitting around right but yeah and then so a wheel of time is like another very good example it's very there's there's a lot in there um i think wheel of time probably could have been like seven books like probably could have been about half the length that it was um and that's not to say that like anything that's in the books is bad and shouldn't have been written you know, it's it's, could, it's just be a, compacted. Yeah, that's just how I feel about it. Um another good example would probably be the dark tower, you know? Uh that could have oh, probably really? been Yeah, I mean, like book 6. I probably could have stayed at like 5 or 6 books. But I feel like yeah, book five so. and book six have a lot of bloat in them. And I know people really like book five, but it's my least favorite. And I think it was a lot of just it's kind the wolves of wolves of the color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I thought and then book six is a, a lot of book five and book seven. So I feel like yeah. Dark Tower probably could have been like five really solid books. It was also oddly chopped, right? Like because yeah, they exactly. were trying to make them similar yeah. lengths. It was
0: like the first hundred pages of the last book feels like the last hundred pages of the previous book. Right. Exactly. like It's
1: very weird. And all of that is very much like personal opinion, obviously. But the other part of my take, though, is that we need more standalone books because yeah, we do. I, I'm, I'm not very motivated personally to buy the first book in a trilogy by an author that I've never read before and then have to wait years to buy the next book it's just it, so for some reason, I just it's an unsatisfying I, I'm not, experience. I'm not motivated to to read that. Like I even I have like the will of the many back here. I don't know if that's actually a series or a standalone. I think it's a series, but it's by uh, James Eilington, who, you hmm. know, I thought, uh, like, hey, Lycanius was pretty cool. It was OK, like it wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my least favorite, but I'm not really motivated to read that book because it's all of this fantasy terminology and stuff. Amidst all the other stuff that I'm reading and all the other stuff I'm trying to hold in and I'm gonna forget everything I'm gonna like go back and revisit it and read it again and you know That comes down again to personal opinion and personal taste because some people do like to just You know get immersed in the world and then that's fine And then they read a little bit of the story that's a cliffhanger and now they can just wait a little bit Uh, That's what I did with Empire of the Vampire by Jay Kristoff. I had never read any Jay Kristoff before. Everybody told me how great Empire of the Vampire was. I knew another book wasn't coming for a little while, but I read it and I really enjoyed it. So that is like kind of an outlier like special case, but Typically, if I'm at a bookstore and I pick up a book and it's the first book of the trilogy that has or a series that hasn't there there are no more books to it and I haven't read the author, I'm gonna be a lot less motivated than if it's a standalone book by an author I've never read. And I know yeah. it's this like self-contained story, but you know, uh, not to totally disparage all of publishing, but uh, yeah. you're only going to make a little bit of money off of that. Whereas you could right, really, right. you could stretch it out and, you know, do three really pretty books and right. all in the same length and look really good on a shelf, you know, so that's my, that's my hot take. I think that um we might be, I think series are very much in vogue right now. And I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if some authors are, are encouraged to write it out that way I, I would also not be surprised if that wasn't the case but I don't know I'm a little suspicious like sometimes <laughs> I agree with you so
0: even like you know Brandon Sanderson's like his Stormlight Archive right like I stopped reading those books because I'm just like okay every time a new one comes out they're so good I love them so much I want to give them the respect and read them properly so I start with the beginning again yeah and then I read all but they're so huge these books are door stoppers. and so every time a new one comes out I would start at the beginning again read all the way through it and get through it and it was just like such a ginormous undertaking every time that I was like, you know, what, okay, I'm just gonna like wait a couple years till yeah, like that's they're I all did. out. Yeah, you that's know? why
1: I haven't read Rhythm of War yet because I knew that there was gonna be a break after book five and then it would be like this kind of five book contained thing, and right? That it was gonna, and so I was like, well, what's the... I don't really. It's just gonna be a either a cliffhanger or it's not it's not gonna be enough information. And so I'm just gonna wait for the fifth one. But then again, I know that there are people that Stormlight is their favorite series and they'll just oh, re- they'll literally read like any word that comes out that's even right, closely right. related to it. So I get
0: that for sure. And while I agree with most of what you're saying, I do find myself loving the duologies and four books. I like four and two. I think that's a really good numbers. I don't know why we got stuck on three. Three is such a weird thing because we have this like weird middle that's just like not as good. And the story this has like all this expansion that's necessary, and we kinda kinda get lost in the doldrums of world building and expansion of the characters sometimes, and the people sometimes. and the world sometimes yeah, yeah. But, you know the the second book blues i feel like is a pretty common disease that books catch sometimes or sickness let's say yeah. that some books catch and uh so i think two and four is a really good number but i do love me a good standalone
1: book man that's awesome. yeah i think standalones like we need we need more standalones or, or yeah. at least standalones that I think what a really good idea is, is something, you know, like what Samantha Shannon has done with Prior of the Orange Tree, where, you know, it's like Prior of the Orange Tree is a, a self contained book, but then she threw out a prequel. It's a trilogy trick. <laughs> well, yeah, she threw out a prequel, and you can kind of read them in whatever order. And I think doing that kind of thing where you have these standalone books that all kind of take place. In the same universe and it's like it's kind of a series but you can mostly read them standalone like that kind of stuff is really cool
0: i don't know if prior of the orange tree is the best example though because she basically just took three books and put them into one book and then removed like (laughs) the middle pages technically a standalone baby yeah
1: (laughs) i know what you mean though yeah i mean if if uh prior the orange tree could have been like three 250 page books i suppose Uh, yeah like been sold as a trilogy with like one book per year coming out or (laughs) whatever yeah that would have made more money yeah probably so
0: the Icewind Dale trilogy I like reading there's like one big book they've turned that into one ginormous book that's about the same size as Priory and it's really good read reading it like one book you know I kind of like that Uh, so that's my take what's yours Okay, so um, I know I've probably grumbled about this in the past, but I'll make my stance clear in this hot take episode. Uh, I think the Wheel of Time series is highly overrated and only ranks so high in the minds of many is I feel like after dedicating so much time, and this is a general statement, of course, but after dedicating so much time to something, I find that often people find a need to justify it and falsely (laughs) inflate their own opinions of a thing. Many times, even like perhaps twisting their memories to like, look, only remember the things that they liked, like, Oh, what a cool scene that was. And forget the hundreds, if not thousands of pages of bloated, bickering and worthless interpersonal conflict within those books. And I think Brandon Sanderson's involvement at the end really helped a lot too, to increase its laurels and, and also the, Like, you know, at the time that it was written, there was not very many large epic series like that. There were some, but it was more of a unique beast than it is today. And I think that a lot of its foundation is kind of built upon the nostalgia of yesteryear and like the sentiment of like the good old days back when books were good. And it's like, man, those books were, they were were awful. I I don't really, I mean, the the first one was really good. The second one was pretty good too. And then they just started taking right around book three. I feel like Robert Jordan was just like, We're going through a bad divorce or something, maybe, and just was like all the women in his characters and his books just started bickering and trying to get with the same guy, and it was just like, why are we uh, spending so much time here?
1: Yeah, um, so that is a pretty hot take. Uh, (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I don't. I'm having a hard time handling that in my hands. It's a pretty hot (laughs) potato. Uh, So, like, first of all, I think um, I don't think I've ever really talked much about this on the podcast, but I I take issue with the term. Overrated, <laughs> so like we're already starting. <laughs> I do not like the spot. premise, which yeah, I, I reject. Okay, it, what like, I mean what... by
0: that is, I think the I think I mean, it you receives can, you can more hold accolades. To, you can use the
1: word if you want to. You know, well, I, I just
0: it's... want to define what I mean by it is that I think it receives more accolades than it deserves in comparison with other works of literature.
1: Interesting, yeah. Um, what do maybe, you why do you I, not like
0: overrated? Oh, I don't know. I, th-
1: I just think it's kind of like a it's like it's it's accurately rated it it seems overrated to you but it's like saying objectively that too many people like it or something like that it's just like a weird sentiment because it's like it's like you're you're almost implying like everyone's lying about how much they like it you know right, what I mean right, like right, right. overrated like it's right it, I think I think what most really you're I, saying you
0: think you don't like it you're yeah, I think, with I the think typically what over it's a you I know
1: people like to simplify language obviously I'm not right. like attacking people for using this word but it's like I think what most people mean by overrated was it was overrated to them like it, it right it it felt like there was a lot of expectations set because of how much everyone said they liked it and then when you read it it's not as good as you were expecting it to be right. which is and a I bigger the... mouthful than saying the word overrated so i'm totally. not like a, i'm not uh, going to die on this hill and like a, it's not a crusade of mine to like stop people using the word you make
0: a good point though you know i just think it's put on a pedestal that it doesn't necessarily deserve in
1: my opinion yeah that's interesting <laughs> i think i don't necessarily agree because i th- i think that the wheel of time was so influential and i think that it is a very very good story and i have a i have a bias toward it because it was just this really does kind of line up with what you were saying because i was gonna say like the the laurels
0: of yesteryear bro (laughs) i mean it
1: does have like a really special place in my heart because of like how i was feeling at the time in my life when i was reading it and like taking a lot of inspiration for like this kind of like insurmountable thing that happened Mm -hmm. and kind of even to disagree with my own take a little bit I understand why it's so long because it is kind of like these end of the world stakes and so many things need to be lined up for this last battle kind of thing but I do think like there have been a lot of series that have come out that I personally prefer like way more you know, and I think The Wheel of Time does have a certain kind of like, there's a certain like prudishness to it <laughs> yeah. that I could never really get into. And I think that for some people it's very endearing. But for me, it's just like, I feel like it just is like an innocence almost. Maybe, but maybe that's what I like about it, too. I don't know. Um, but I, I do I, I do think some of those books are like, a, a, as close to what I would call objectively bad yeah. <laughs> as you can get. Like, they're pretty brutal reads, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, you say, you know, there's really high world ending
0: stakes and we got to spend so much time getting ready for them. It's like, but I feel like a lot of the time, like, is not actually, like, that's my problem with it is it's not actually getting ready for them. It's just like infighting yeah. as to, like who gets to be with Rand. And it's like, okay, we got a way bigger problem than like who gets to hold whose hand right now. It's just like, well, that's so like, it just gets I mean, a little. I've...
1: And well, because you didn't finish it, right? No, so, I didn't. I didn't. So I got to like that. seven,
0: though. I got pretty far. Yeah. Maybe six or seven, somewhere in there. But like, I don't know, I really liked all of his female characters. And then he just like made them all start like fighting each other. And I felt like he ruined his, his women. And I, I loved his women. And <laughs> yeah,
1: I think with the there's been a lot of talk about I've, well, at least I've seen a lot of discourse about the way that Robert Jordan wrote women in in the Wheel of Time. And um, this is not me defending how crappy <laughs> the writing for the women, and, <laughs> yeah. but I think what at least as far as the research I've done and some of the things that I've read I think what he was trying to do was he was trying to have this matriarchal society Show how stupid the patriarchal society was by having the women in charge Treat men the way that men treat women always kind of like making a yeah, But, but he's sort of but or he a weird just, metaphor He fell right on his face trying to do it and it was too subtle and it just wasn't like It it doesn't work. It could have been a statement of like power grouped like that in any sense
0: is going to be bad like that. Or you think he was specifically being like the patriarchy is bad because look
1: at this matriarchy. It's bad. (laughs) I think that's (laughs) I honestly think that might be kind of what he was trying to do. I'm not saying you're wrong. I think it's interesting. uh, And it just didn't really work like i don't. I think he was trying to show like yeah like those um those gender dynamics are silly and mm-hmm. having those like gender roles is kind of silly and right like irrelevant sometimes and and i think that like his attempt at it it's like if you look at it in that light it's like yeah it's commendable i guess i mean it's i respect it yeah. but like but you really didn't do that very no. well if, if, <laughs> if anything you made your female characters seem horrible yeah you know? like i was like, like man this guy like
0: li- like i literally thought this guy went through a divorce or something that made yeah, him be yeah. like man it's i'm tired bad. of the can, entire other see, sex yeah like
1: if you're if you're if you're somebody that identifies as a woman and you're reading wheel of time like <laughs> it's a rough read i'm sure like i'm sure it's like what is this guy doing this like, you're yeah, like, not like this yeah, at yeah, all I know, yeah but yeah i mean i don't know i think i think wheel of time i i think it's going to be one of those series for a very long time that is lauded. Where oh, yeah. I have a feeling a lot of people going in and reading it for the first time are going to really enjoy it for a little while. And then they're going to kind of start thinking along the same lines as you, where they're right. going to start getting fatigued and they're going to be like, why does everybody love this so much? But this is just my opinion. But if you can make it into book 11, 12, 13, 14 territory, you're going to figure it out. Like, you're going to figure out. That is my only why. regret. Yeah. Yeah. Is I stopped
0: at set. I got real far, right? Like, I was far enough where it's like, I should have I gone the rest of the way. Because like, if it was like book three, yeah, bro, stop. Don't read the next. But I got to like six or seven. It's like I should have pushed through to the Brandon Sanderson and finished it off. Because I, I would imagine knowing what I know about Brandon Sanderson and, and loving his writing, that it probably... Would be a story that I would be there for at the end.
1: Who of knows? It. Because I've seen a lot of takes. Speaking of hot takes, Sanderson kind of ruined the Wheel of Time. And um, oh, really? Did, well, I mean, they're hot takes. They're 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 sure. more rare. A lot of most the general consensus is that Sanderson, and I agree with this, is that Sanderson did a pretty damn good job, of, like finishing up, up that job. series, especially considering Robert Jordan had notes, right, and Harriet McDougall was there to help and everything, and she was Robert Jordan's editor. And there, it was like a, it was an effort, it was a team effort, but he he really did have to put in a lot of the the work on the ground floor, that must have been so or at hard. least the second floor, you know? And it must've been really difficult and very nerve wracking considering he was still a fairly new author, you know? I mean, I think- um, Were those books really he, large at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When okay, Robert wow. Jordan died, I mean it's a it's like, you know, for manga fans when Kentaro Miura died, you know, it's just like, wait a second. No, 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 no. Like this is a really bad Thing to happen, obviously, it's very sad because he was a great guy, and obviously, but what's gonna happen? But what about the books? <laughs> it's such an awkward position for the fandom know. to be in because it's like we, we're sad that this person is no longer with us, but like it's like when I remember when I was in high school, Heath Ledger died, oh, and, yeah. and everybody was like, What about Batman? Oh my yeah. god,
0: <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it's also kind of honoring them too, like it seems silly and like like maybe you're focused on the wrong thing, but it's like, not really that that person created this thing and put a lot of themselves into it. And the fact totally. that you're and that's so the, enamored that's the with their you art connect
1: with. Yeah.
0: yeah the thing that they're created is kind of honoring their memory. Like, man, yeah. I li- loved this, the, the art that this person
1: created. And, uh, yeah, I want that's more a good of point, it, you know? Yeah. I have seen the take that the last three wheel of time books are really bad. And that the first 11 of them are the best, and I would I would disagree with that, personally. What's
0: your chunk? Divide them into like, chunks of three or four for me. Like, these are the best, this is like the middle, this is the last, and then Brandon Sanderson's.
1: It's difficult to say, I mean, like, I think the first two are very, very good. Yeah, and I love them. Three is kind of a weird weak spot for me, where I just didn't love it um, but I think a lot of people do like the dragon reborn shadow rising and fires of heaven books four and five are fantastic really 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 good uh, and then book six is a little boring for a little while but the ending is one of the best endings to a fantasy book I've ever read seven is pretty underrated but that's the one you stopped at seven yeah, is, I think so seven is just a little more of like a crawling pace you know but it's very mm. like there's a lot of mat, you know and it's just like his dynamic the with tower and stuff character. Uh, not so much in seven. No, um, and then yeah, I got to eight. Is there a lot of time at the tower at eight? So, like in my opinion, books eight and nine both have really key scenes, and there's really important things that happen in those books. But it's but surrounded by a bunch of fluff. And then book ten is a pretty it rough read. Yeah. Uh, book book ten is definitely like, in my opinion, the low point of the series. <laughs> okay. It's a lot of tea and outfits and just conversations that tea are, like, and are like they're like tertiary plot lines and stuff. But sure. I, I get why it's there and there are st- there's still like one scene in crossroads of twilight that's like, pretty solid but uh one scene. i know uh out <laughs> of like an 800 page book but then uh and then uh 11 is kind of a return to form like robert jordan's swan song like pretty solid book you know a lot of uh, plot lines kind of culminate there especially like with perrin and stuff and then 12 13 and 14 the last three are in my opinion Fantastic! Like they're they're right on par with the first two, and with four and five too. They're just
0: they're they're right up. There. Could you notice when Brandon Sanderson took over the series that like there was a freshness to it that it was
1: different, or were <sighs> you like this know, just kind of came more of the I'd, same? It'd be such a more interesting conversation if I could answer that question in the affirmative. You know what I mean? <laughs> it'd say it'd say like, oh, I could tell, at, like I could pick it out of a lineup. But like honestly, like Robert Jordan was such a huge influence on Brandon Sanderson. Uh, Sanderson has admitted, like, yeah, I really love the Wheel of Time, and I love Robert Jordan, and I love the way he writes. So, I mean, it's like pretty similar. Uh, it's a testament to Brandon Sanderson's, you know, skill. Yeah, that's just my opinion. I'm, I mean, I'm sure that Die Hard Wheel of Time fans are like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" There's no like, it's like, night like, and day. Yeah, it, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe it is a night and day difference. I don't know. I think it's pretty similar. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> it picked up. Like the pacing picked up. It okay. felt like it felt like we were. It felt like the end of the series in book 12, you know, okay. if that makes sense.
0: I wonder how, how hands-on the, there's always been a documentary about it or something. Maybe they have, I'll look into it. But um, about like how hands-on the editor was in working with Brandon uh, Sanderson to be like, hey, you know, this is a little bit stylistically, not the direction that Robert would have chose. We need to change this here. Or, if, you know, I wonder how hands-on um, they well, were. Well, Robert
1: Jordan's uh, late wife, Harriet McDoodle, McDougal, uh, was his editor. Um, oh, so wow. she was working closely with brandon sanderson they did interviews together and stuff and i'm sure she was very much involved with, if like you're saying saying stuff like that uh then there's also i've heard hot takes that like harriet mcdougall was like too involved in it and she should have oh. just let robert jordan yeah. do his thing but i don't know i wonder how involved she was with robert jordan uh what do you mean
0: she's his wife like, well i know right but like how involved <laughs> she was in the process of writing his books as far as like deciding the direction of them or she was like no commas here you know
1: yeah i don't know um i don't know if she was just doing like developmental edit type stuff and was just really familiar with the story and maybe robert jordan's nose was a little too close to it i know that uh stephen king always has his wife tabitha read his books my father does too oh really yeah yeah Uh uh-huh I always have you read stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm your <laughs> You're my book wife. wifey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that's I think that's going to do it for us today, everybody. That, that turned into kind of a wheel of time discussion. But uh, like I said, go into the discord, type in some hot takes where we welcome them. Um, controversial opinions about your favorite books, about your least favorite books. It's totally cool. Just be nice. Just end as Evan and I as besties. Yeah, end, end the end the discussion as besties if you can. And, um, you know, just don't put anybody down. We're not here yeah, for that. I
0: love you, but your opinion sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Glad that Chad and I got a chance to kind of uh, vent a little bit about some stuff. It's, yeah, that was it's fun. really fun. I, yeah, I kind of want to do that some more. We should do it a little more often, yeah. But I got to go. I got to go get some work done. Everybody, hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. And, of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.